بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحوله ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد من حديث رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم says defines who is a Muslim so Allah's hazal Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy Allah Ta'ala has blessed us all with iman we are all Muslims but then just as sometimes somebody is addressing he is addressing a male he is addressing a man but he tells him be a man so now he is addressing a man and telling him be a man what does that mean now he is talking about something specific don't be somebody cowardly don't be without that courage of a man be a man, have the qualities that a man should have. So that is the same manner in which we need to understand this Hadith Sharif that when Nabi Sallallahu defines a Muslim meaning mashallah Islam we all have but to be that real Muslim that real Muslim, that Muslim who is deserving fully of that title of Muslim. So Nabi Sallallahu says Al-Muslimu man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi but who is that real Muslim? He is that person who other Muslims are safe from the harm of his tongue and hand. Tongue and hand is a form of expression but it refers to any word and any action. Any word and any action others are safe from any harm by means of this person's words, what he says or how he says it. He doesn't use his tongue in a way that hurts people and neither does he cause any undue taklif to anybody. Now the person who conducts himself in this manner, Rasulullah says he is Al-Muslim. Al-Muslim, he is that real Muslim. So if somebody has to address us and tell us that be a man, we might feel offended that what do you think of me? But likewise, Nabi Salaam is saying to us that be a Muslim, because this is a Muslim. So Alhamdulillah we have Islam, but now we need to reflect in the light of this Hadith Sharif that to what extent we have brought in the qualities of a Muslim entirely. And among other necessary aspects as well, there are many many important and fundamental things. This is a very crucial aspect. There's a whole branch of deen which is known as Mu'asharat, social life, social, social interaction, how a person lives with people, how he lives with his parents, with his family, with his wife, the wife lives with the husband, children, extended family, neighbors, anyone and everyone. How does a person interact with people? And the greater importance, the closer the circle gets, the greater the importance. The closest point is one's parents. So when it comes to the issue of one's parents, the tongue has been put under such guard that Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا تَقُلَّهُمَا uff." Don't even say uff to them. That don't even use the word, any, any sound of irritation. That is what this refers to. That sometimes a person now gets irritated or he gets upset about something and he makes some sound. He doesn't even say any word make some sound to express that irritation. 
Even that is not in order that the person is addressing his parents. He should not even express himself in that manner. So likewise, others as well, anyone and everyone for that matter, but as the circle gets closer, the importance of this gets higher. So those close to us, our parents, our spouses, our brothers and sisters, and then as it gets wider, but the basic and fundamental lesson Nabi Islam is giving us, that the true Muslim, man salim al-muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadihi. He doesn't cause any taklif, this whole branch of mu'asharat, this is the foundation of it. That a Muslim is all the time concerned in his checking and double checking, his thinking and thinking again, thinking twice, before he says something, before he does something. That is this going to inconvenience somebody else? If it's going to inconvenience somebody, then I should hold back. If the words that I want to use is going to inconvenience somebody, going to hurt somebody, I need to hold it back. If my actions are going to cause the cliff to somebody, I need to change it, I need to do something else. So this is the concern in the heart of a Muslim all the time. And he keeps checking because all these things will weigh very heavily against him on the day of Qiyamah. If he didn't settle all this in dunya, the very well-known and famous Hadith Sharif, where Rasulullah asked the Sahaba, you know, who's a proper bankrupt person, and they see the person who's got no worldly possessions, it's not that, I'm not talking about the worldly things. World, dunya comes today, goes tomorrow, comes the next day, today's pauper is tomorrow's millionaire, this carries on in dunya. That's not really a pauper. The pauper of the akhirat, the bankrupt person of the akhirat, there there's no way to now try again second time. So the bankrupt person of the akhirati is the person who comes with a lot of good deeds. Ya'ati bi salatin wa he comes with fast and salah, with sadaqah and charity, with doing good for many ways. But at the same time, he comes that on the other side of his book, of his records, he has been using foul language on someone, cursing somebody, talking rudely and harshly to someone, and slandering somebody, usurping somebody's wealth, all these kind of things he's also done. As a result, on the day of Qiyamah, all these people who he had wronged in dunya, they will be given his good deeds in return for what they were wronged. And when all the good deeds are dished out, nothing left, their sins will be taken and thrown onto him. Nabi says their sins will be put onto him and he will be thrown into the fire of Jahannam. Allah Ta'ala save us. So this is how important this branch of deen is that we all the time keep checking, double checking and if we find ourselves slipping repeatedly we then need to take advice from someone that how do I overcome this because this is a very very serious matter. So how do I overcome this? How do I rectify it? How do I make myself al-Muslim? That Muslim who Rasulullah is talking about, al-Muslimu man salim al-Muslimun, min lisanihi wa yadihi. The true Muslim is one who others are safe from the harm of his words and his deeds. Allah Ta'ala give us